0: Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Now you listen to me and I'll tell you something. The devil doesn't want people to find out what belongs to him. He obscures the knowledge of truth. And he would defeat the child of God. That's what he's out to do if he can. Defeat it. And the child of God, though, needs to realize that he is no longer dominated by the devil. And that actually the devil cannot dominate him unless you let
1: him do it. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today we continue the classic series The Believer's Authority by Kenneth E. Hagen. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now... Here's Kenneth E. Hagin's classic message.
0: So in Christ, all spiritual blessings belong to us. Now this is our promise. The authority belongs to us whether we know about it or not. It's still ours. You know, that's one thing that has defeated us a lot of times in Christian life. I never have understood some people. They have seemed to think that if the Bible says something is yours, that it's just gonna work automatically you know that'll just fall on you like ripe cherries off of a tree but really that's ignorance it has gone to seed <laughs> anybody with half sense in one eye knows that blessings of this life that belong to you may be yours but if you don't act upon them you won't get any results for instance just being a citizen of this city or state or country you've got a right to vote but if you don't act on that right and on that privilege and on that blessing it won't mount anything you see and if you don't know about it, you see it's yours whether you know about it or not. And so, spiritually speaking, a lot of things are ours, we haven't known about them. When we find out about them, praise God, let's walk in the light of it. And then, secondly, of course, anything can be yours. And if you don't, if you don't act upon it, you see, you won't enjoy the blessings of it. Knowledge acted upon brings results. Now, see, we could all come into this room here, there are no windows here but you just come in here and all the lights are off and come in shut the door and it's dark in here, just pitch black. Well, somebody knows, I don't, I haven't looked around. Somebody knows where the light switches are but unless somebody acts on what they know, we're all going to be in the dark. Now, you can have authority and not know it it won't do you any good even though it's yours. You can have uh, authority and know it but not act upon it and it still won't work for you or any of the blessings of God won't work for you if you don't know it. So, We need to realize that knowledge acted upon brings results. And authority belongs to all the children of God. Now you listen to me and I'll tell you something. The devil doesn't want people to find out what belongs to him. He obscures the knowledge of truth. And he would defeat the child of God. That's what he's out to do if he can. Defeat it. And the child of God though needs to realize that he is no longer dominated by the devil. And that actually the devil cannot dominate him unless you let him do it. Well, thank God the child of God is no longer dominated by the devil when he appropriates this authority. But you can have the authority and not appropriate it and you'll still, even though you're saved and filled with the Spirit, be dominated by the devil. The child of God will enjoy the reality of that which rightfully belongs to him when he knows it and when he acts on it. Now Jesus said in John, the 8th chapter and the 32nd verse, you're well familiar with that. Jesus said, ye shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. One translation said "set you free." Amplified said "set you free." Make you free or set you free. Now, what is it that's going to make you free? What is it that's going to set you free? It's knowing the truth. I can remember when I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost in nineteen thirty-seven as a young Baptist boy pastor. And it came over and accepted the pastor of a little full gospel church in the black land of north central Texas. Now you know I've been around a long time. I don't know everything but you just stumble up on a few things and fall over a few things. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. And I get amused at people in this charismatic move. I thank God for it. Praise God. God's doing a lot of things. But sometimes people come up you know with new revelations and and if you've been around long enough, you'll find that 25 years ago, people were off on that same thing. It didn't work then, it won't work now. Same thing, just happens over and over again. It comes in cycles. And, and I, I, with all sincerity, and I'm not, I'm not against anybody, I don't mean this to be destructive criticism, I mean it to be constructive criticism, because I'm telling it on myself, I'm not telling it on somebody else. But, uh, you know, I, I was new, you know, 1939, just, just a couple of years really at this time, not, uh, you yeah, a couple of years, you know, into this move. And I was pastor of this church, and so all, uh, we had Saturday night services, Wednesday night, Saturday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night service in this full gospel church. In fact, they've, they've had Saturday night service ever since 1916. They think more of that Saturday night service than to do the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the truth Uh, That's absolute truth Absolute truth Well in all sincerity and honesty You know we want to help people And I get amused today A lot of things that's going on you know And so every Saturday night I started deliverance meetings Deliverance services And uh, you know We had every kind of manifestation You can think of And a lot you shouldn't have thought of (laughs) I mean, I've been around for years. I'm I'm talking about physical manifestations. We had every kind. Every kind you want to mention, we had it. We had it. Every kind of operation. Some of it was the spirit of God. Some of it was the devil and evil spirits. Some of it was just the flesh. Just just humans, you know. I didn't know all that then. But but anyway, we did it. After about three months, the novelty of that wore off. People will run with something, you know, as long as there's a novelty there. I mean, something of so new, you know. And so uh, I, I, just, I, I decided to change the name of it and call it something else, you know. And, and in all sincerity, I was trying to help people. I, I meant business. I wasn't just, just, just putting something on, you know, just to be doing something. And so instead of calling them deliverance meetings after about three months, I began to call them Get free services. <laughs> and everybody that had come to get delivered now come to get free. <laughs> and after about three months, that wore off. And so then I tried to think of, in all seriousness, I wasn't just trying to do something, you know, in the natural. I was honest and sincere about it. That's the reason God blessed me through it in spite of it. Not because of it, in spite of it. And so I began to have loosening services, <laughs> and, and, and everybody that had come to get delivered, then they came to get free, and then the same people came to get loosened. <laughs> I mean, because primarily it was my people; they were some outside coming, but but eighty-five to ninety percent of them were my church people. You see, they all got delivered, and then they all got loose, and then they all got free. But I'm living there with them every day. You learn a lot when you live with people. Amen, that's the truth. You sure do. I've been there nine months. I've been there really about a year now as pastor. I didn't start those right off. But we've been running these deliverance, and we've been running these get free, and we've been running these loosening services for nine months. And I, I, I visit these people in their homes. Half of my congregation lived in the country. See, it's Blackland, black land, north central Texas. Half of them were farmers. Half of the congregation, half of them lived in town. I visited the people in town, talk with them, visited them in their homes. I went out on the farms and visited people, walk up and down the rows of cotton, pick a little cotton, put in their sack and talk to them, walk along with the farmers. He's gathering his corn and throwing it in the wagon, gather a few ears along with him and throw it in the wagon and talk to him. And I found out this. In fact, I, I was so disappointed that after all of these deliverance meetings, after all of these loosening meetings, after all of these getting free meetings, after all of these manifestations we had, from people standing on their head to walking on the ceiling. <laughs> that sounds far-fetched, but that's almost it. <laughs> Every kind of a physical manifestation you can think of, if there's any more free or loosened or delivered, <laughs> than they were nine months before. When I started that, I couldn't tell it. (laughs) I was just honest enough, just honest enough to admit it. They're not any better off. Only thing is they've jumped a little bit more and hollered a little bit more. Every kind of a physical manifestation you can think of they'd had, but that hadn't seemed to help them much. And so I was desperate about it. I went to the Lord in prayer and fasting. And I said, I'm honest. You'll not ever find anybody any more honest than I am. If something don't work, I'll be the first fellow to tell you it won't work if it's me doing it. I'll just be the first person to tell you that don't work. And so I just said to the Lord, Lord, this isn't working. Now, in all honesty and sincerity, I thought it was right. And I wanted to help the dear people. But we missed it somewhere because this isn't working. These people are not delivered. If deliverance just means that right then, right there, while you're in somebody's presence, you get free from this thing, and the next day you're out there by yourself, you're you're all bound up again. Then it isn't worth fooling with. It's not worth messing with. And so I said, "Lord, where's the trouble?" And I fasted and prayed and talked to the Lord about. It. The third day of my fast, the Lord spoke to me. Should have known it all the time. Here it was, right in the word. He said, you see, your problem is that you've tried to do for the people what only my word will do. You've tried to do it. Only my word will do it. Then secondly, you've tried to do through prayer what only what my word will do. See, prayer is important, but prayer will not and cannot take the place of the word of God. Are you listening? I I sort of use them like this. For instance, you know, breathing is important, but breathing can't take the place of eating. You got to breathe to stay alive, and yet breathing cannot take the place of eating. Well, I use this illustration: the breathing is the prayer, but the eating is feeding on God's word, and we've got scripture for that because Jesus said, "Men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God." Right. See what I'm saying? See what we do a lot of time? We try to do through breathing what eating's supposed to do for us. But you see, the breathing after a while, if you don't eat, it'll quit working. Are oh, you here? You hearing me? See? And so the prayers won't work, you see, unless you eat. See, you just like breathing will quit working after a while. You've tried to do through prayer alone, or else just tried to do it yourself, only what my word will do. He said, I said in my word, ye shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. Well, I knew that was in there. I didn't hardly know where it was, but I, I looked it up, and of course it's John
1: 8.32. Ye shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen.
0: This month's offer is a bundle, one oh, of yeah, our bundles that we are doing.
1: Yeah. All of these Look books. Nine books.
0: Nine books. Nine and these books are on faith, prayer, yeah. healing, the Holy, Spirit. Holy Spirit. And the, the announcer's going to tell you all about it, how to get right. them. You need to get these. These are, hey, they make great Christmas gifts for That's people. right. And this is an $81.55 value for $57.10. So the announcer's going to tell you all about it.
1: Call now and get this dynamic special offer. Don't delay. Call today. Tomorrow, more from Reverend Hagen on our authority as believers. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.